fish we could stand tall and just be strong and vibrant. We just kind of feel like we are not. So even in our assemblies when things like that happen, I guess there's something of a message. Another thing I'd like to bring out is I think that Waylon this morning and Justin tonight have both done an exceptional job with the song selection and the way that the songs fit the sermon that we'll be studying. And you know, that is such a great thing. It really helps a preacher more than I can say, and I know Adam will amen what I'm saying, when you've got a song service that really complements a sermon well, when you can kind of work together and they complement each other. You get to the book of Revelation, and there's no question that the greatest commentary that a person could ever say about Revelation is what Paul said about the assurance we have in God in Romans 8, 37 through 39. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Sometimes I may not feel that way. And I need to remember, and you need to remember, what we enjoy in Christ. Now, Revelation is a book that focuses especially on the number seven. Seven seems to be symbolic of completeness and perfection. When you go through the 22 chapters that make up the book of Revelation in our Bibles, seven churches, a book with seven seals, the Spirit with seven eyes, One is depicted with seven horns, horns of strength, seven bowls, seven trumpets. And guess what? Seven Beatitudes. There are seven Beatitudes in the book of Revelation. We're going to look at those in just a moment. But what I'd like for you to do is think about that word, beatitude, seven blessings pronounced. And really, here's the idea behind the word blessed or beatitude. If you want the approval of God, if you want the applause of heaven, pay special attention to what John is saying through the Holy Spirit in these Beatitudes. Let's go over them together, each of the seven, and then I'm going to do something to make you think. I probably will call on Adam because Lynn has people all around him and getting out would be kind of tough and Archer might not appreciate it. And Terry as well. So Adam and Terry, in a moment I'll call you up. Let's do a little reading together. But first I want us to read each of these Beatitudes in Revelation in order. I guess we can call this kind of a classy sermon or a preachy class, kind of like we did last Sunday. Turn, if you will, to Revelation chapter 1 and look at verse 3. The first of these seven 
Beatitudes, blessed statements. If you really want to know the approval of God, to have the applause of heaven, think of these. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. Blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it. For the time is at hand. Now here's something interesting. We are going to go 13 chapters before we see the second of these Beatitudes. But it's one that's familiar to many because it's often referred to during the funeral for a Christian. Revelation 14 and verse 13. Revelation 14 and verse 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying... Write this, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds do follow them. Revelation chapter 16. Turn to Revelation chapter 16. Look at verse 15. This will be the third of the Beatitudes in Revelation. Unlike the Sermon on the Mount, they're not in chronological order, you know, the Beatitudes. In Matthew chapter 5, for example. Look at Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be exposed. Turn to Revelation 19. Look at Revelation 19, verses 7 through 9. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints." And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true words of God. Look at Revelation 20. Revelation 20 and verse 6. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. You go to Revelation chapter 22 in our Bibles. Two Beatitudes, the final two in Revelation found here. Revelation 22, verses 7 through 9. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. 
I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, with those who keep the words of this book, worship God. And then the seventh beatitude was found in Revelation 22 and verse 14 that Aaron read for us in our scripture reading tonight. Seven of them. The Bible is a book of purpose. There are not accidents in Scripture. And when you stop and reflect for a moment on the relationship with these beatitudes, these blessed statements, you can have kind of one of those aha moments. So Terry, if you don't mind, brother, go ahead. We're going to have dueling scripture readers tonight. Though they're not going to be dueling, they're going to be complimenting each other. Adam, you over here. Terry, over here. All right? Here is what I want to do. I want to show you something about the relationship that exists in these seven blessed statements. You with me? This is going to be fun, fun, fun. Terry, read Revelation 1 and verse 3. After that, Adam, you read Revelation 22, 7 through 9. You may not have noticed it initially, but you will now. 1, 3, 22, 7, and 9. The first and the sixth of these Beatitudes. Readers, hearers, Keepers, everybody see those expressions? Thank you, Brother Terry. Now let's go to Revelation 22, 7 through 9. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Keeps. Now I, John, saw and heard these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, See that you do not do, not do that, for I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. To read and keep the book's contents. See the con- context? What's Revelation about? It is encouragement to the people of God to s- absorb the message, to keep the message so that we'll be prepared, no matter what happens in life, to be with Jesus. Got it? So there's a parallel of sorts between 1, 3 and 22, verses 7 through 9. Terry, read Revelation 14, 13, the second of the seven. And then, Adam, you'll get to read... The fifth one, which will be Revelation 19, verses 7 through 9. Listen. Catch the parallels. Catch the the common threads. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, 
that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Watch out. It's 20 and verse 6 for you. Revelation 20 and verse 6. I almost made a faux pas. Uh-oh. See, I'm shrinking already, kind of like the microphone. All right, 20 and verse 6. Adam. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Look at the parallels. You start to see it. The dead who die in the Lord, those who are people who have part in the first resurrection, over such the second death has no power. They cease from their labors. Their works do follow them. See how they come together? It's pretty cool, isn't it? Now, Revelation 16, 15, Terry. Revelation 19, 7 through 9. I thought I was wrong, but I was right. Okay, here it is on this one. Revelation 19, 7 through 9. Catch it now. Go ahead. 16, 15. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. Let me bring them all together. The first of the Beatitudes and the sixth are about reading and keeping God's message. The second and the fifth are about being made holy by the Lamb and being faithful to death. The second death having no power over us because we have found ourselves in Jesus. Third pair. Revelation 16, 15. Revelation 19, 7 through 9. What's he saying? These are really themes of revelation. Be careful how you're dressed. Be careful how you're dressed. And the dressing that really matters is to be dressed in righteousness and to be there invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Wow. In a world that emphasizes clothing a great deal, it's interesting how Revelation emphasizes wearing righteousness. For the initial readers, hear, read, and keep. For the initial readers, be found holy in our Lord through the blood of Jesus, because that way when you die, you will cease from your labors, your works will follow, you won't have to know or experience the second death. While here on earth, be careful what you wear so that you will not be ashamed when the Lord comes. And you will be bidden, you will be invited 
to the marriage supper of the Lamb where we all will be wearing the righteous deeds of the saints. Now, Terry, my brother, you can sit down, but Adam, read the seventh one in Revelation twenty-two fourteen, because what this is, is the culmination. It's the summary statement. And what has happened here is just in these Beatitudes, the Holy Spirit through John has embedded the great themes of the book of Revelation. And now notice Revelation twenty-two fourteen. Read and listen, everybody. Blessed are those who do His commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Who wash their robes, that they may have the right to what? The tree of life, and that they may enter the city, the new Jerusalem, our eternal home. There's nothing in God's Word that was put there by accident or haphazardly. Every word is the Word of God, and it's not just what is said, but it's the way, it's the how things are said that we really need to see. And what meant so much to those first century Christians should mean every bit as much to us 21st century Christians today. You've listened well. I only had about five more sevens that I was going to cover, but I decided I would cut that short whenever I saw the microphone uh, and I realized I was kind of feeling that way tonight. A little bit small. God bless us as this year draws to a close. And if it's the will of God that we should see another year, may we have greater trust in His Word. May we read what it says and keep his will. Blessed are those who wash their robes. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to enter the city that they might enjoy the tree of life. Outside the city, away from the tree of life, Stained garments. I don't know of any better way to depict the awfulness of sin. That has been dealt with by our precious Lord, the Lamb. Come to the Lamb tonight in faith and repentance and baptism. Have your sins washed away by His saving love and grace. Be added to the church we read about in Scripture. Let us stand and sing.